I'm Liana. And I'm Sam. And welcome to On Thursdays We Thrive podcast. We're just two Long Island licensed therapists who want to sit down and have real conversations about mental health, therapy, and just getting through the damn day. Have a seat and get ready to thrive, learn, explore, and grow with us. Welcome back to On Thursdays We Thrive. I'm Sam. And I'm Liana. And we're here to talk about all the stressors that are related to what we call timeline stress or an expectation that we have of ourselves, which can be related to like achievements and degrees and relationships, all milestones. We just wanted to be able to validate this for everyone that we might have expectations through ourselves, maybe our family members, it could be cultural, religion, and just overall our societal expectations. And of course, we know that it's a lot in part to social media and what we see other people doing too. Right. I think a lot of times we grow up thinking that we will go to college at 18 right out of high school, like we're quote unquote supposed to. Um, we will get married by a certain age, have children by a certain age, or just assume that we even want children. Right. And without really getting in touch up into what we truly want and what is really realistic for us. So while we want to validate that we kind of get born into these expectations or standards, uh, we also want to share how these timelines can be detrimental to our self-esteem, our anxiety, and our overall mental health. Right. This is just the reality of it. And we want to be able to be vulnerable with you guys in this way and tell how common this is and for us for people that we know people that we work with it's just a very common thing and we need to bring this into awareness and figure out ways to decrease this pressure of society and just be kinder to ourselves. yes yes so before we get into that we're gonna hop right into our glows and grows so sam what is your grow my grow okay so my grow is I'm learning to say no, (laughs) because I'm realizing that not in any serious way, just in the sense of like that people pleasing mentality, Mm -hmm. I think I'm finding that I'm falling, like falling back into that. So, whereas there are times where I'm getting better at it and learning boundaries or just learning different ways to say it, um, there's times where we fall back into it. So I'm realizing that for myself, especially when we were just brainstorming things earlier that I was like, yeah, that's something I need to work on and kind of check in with myself of like why I'm saying that mm-hmm. and what does that mean for me? So we become really self-aware of these things, but we have to kind of bring ourselves back and say, well, why are we doing this? What does that mean? Yeah, it's super uncomfortable to say no, especially. And like one thing that's helped me is knowing I don't have to give an answer to someone right away. That like I can just kind of say, okay, let me think about that. And rather than I'm like acting on impulse and saying yes to something that I really don't want to say yes to and then getting frustrated that I even said yes. So that's definitely a great uh, grow and work in progress to kind of stay focused on. Yeah, we don't want to like... Because there's a part of us where, like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want them to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the other part is, like, okay, well, how do I feel when I'm actually in that position? Is it worth it? Right. I just end up no? getting... 
My grow is that I've been feeling the effects of PMS this week. And I just want to put it out there that it's okay to feel your emotions, even if you're like, I know I'm overreacting. Um, because I don't think I really cry that like that much. But, you know, sometimes I, you know, I, sometimes I think that maybe we hold on to a lot of feelings for a while and then something triggers it and all of our feelings come rushing forward. And it's not that we're overreacting to that one triggering moment or the straw that broke the camel's back. But really it was just that maybe we're holding on to a lot of things that we're not fully releasing. So I found it helpful to do some journaling and talk about it rather than like continuing to keep my feelings inside. So that was really helpful. So I think the moral of the story is to just like leave space for myself, be kind to myself. And yeah, that's my grow. What actually is coming up for me when you're saying that is like, it's interesting in the topic that we're going to discuss because I feel like it's kind of just seen as like, oh, is it that time of the month? And it's kind of brushed under the rug Mm -hmm. of like, and it's not taken as seriously, but the feelings that we have are still like feelings <laughs> that are, things are actually upsetting us still. And I don't think that that's disgusting enough. I feel like it's just like, Oh, like it's that time of the month. Like we'll, we'll walk on eggshells or yeah, like, I'm only crying because of this. And, but like you said, let yourself cry and it's hard to regulate those emotions. We can't control it. And it's a lot, it's a lot on our bodies. It's a lot on our stress levels. It's a lot on our anxiety. If, you have depression, things like that. It, especially during, again, that time of the month, things are escalated to no end. So I'm glad that you were able to journal and figure out what coping skills to use instead of just saying, oh, well, it'll just pass because right. it's, just, you know, that time. Yeah. Right. Rather than just like dismissing it, which, right. you know, someone can listen to this and know that we don't have to dismiss how we're feeling. Absolutely not. So, all right. So what is your glow? My glow is that I took vacation this week. Nice. Yeah. And it it took a little bit of like pushing from coworkers. Like you really need to take this time off. Also because my time was running out to take the time because so, it doesn't roll over. But it um, it's definitely necessary. And you don't have to do things all the time. Like go on an extravagant vacation. Sometimes we just need the week to like collect ourselves and get organized and yeah, just be at peace and just quiet. <laughs> yes. I'm a huge fan of staycations. And like you said, taking that like extended week or extended weekend rather than just big days here and there, because I've definitely fell victim to that. It can be so easy to kind of just go through the motions day in and day out rather than realizing like, wait, when was the last time I even took like more than one day off? Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. What's yours? My glow is my bachelorette party was this weekend, which was amazing and awesome. If anyone follows us on on Thursdays, we thrive. I documented all of the events and to share like what we were doing. And we were in Montauk, which was so fun. I've never been. So I felt like it would be like a great vibe because I love the beach. I love the summer. And I, it was awesome. So I would definitely go back. It was awesome to spend, you know, the weekend with my best friends, my bridal party. And yeah, it was really fun. I can't wait to go back. There's so much more that I want to do out there. So highly recommend for the listeners. Yeah, no, it looked like a lot of fun. And I'm so glad that you were able to 
spend time with everyone and experience Montauk. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And just like let loose and enjoy yourself. It's not your last bash, but it was definitely something I'm sure you needed. And just to be reminded of the loved ones around you, celebrating you for you, it just looked like, and I'm sure it was a great experience for you. So I'm happy for you. Thanks. Thanks. Alrighty. So we are going to get into some of these expectations, this timeline that we put ourselves in and whether it be relationships, school, we got some good feedback from you guys in the way that you've been impacted by this. So that is what we're going to get into. Okay, so let's get into it. So Sam, where do you think some of these timeline pressures come from? Because sometimes I feel like some people have them and they have like strict timelines and then other times or other people, they could care less. So let's talk about some factors that play a role in having these pressures. Yeah, I feel like it's so interesting that like some people don't care. I know that sounds wild, but when like the people that I'm surrounded by and like even myself for so long was like, just, I only thought through that little lens and I could only see through that way. So I'm like, everyone has to care about this, but you're right. Not everyone does. And like, where can that come from? And it could come from without other people realizing, like I'll just preface it with that. It's not that people are pressuring us like directly. It just could be happening by asking certain questions or like things happening around us. Yes. But I think a lot of the pressures can come from our family and friends. Like for example, um, let's say that you're single and then you hear that, Hey, when are you going to get into a relationship? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you get into a relationship. When are you guys going to get married? Okay. Then you get married. When are you going to have a kid? Okay. When are you going to have another kid? It's never enough. It's never enough. Yes. Right. So that's like that aspect. And then there's like the aspect of, okay, I'm seeing my friends do all these things. So I think I should be there. Or we see it on social media. We see it just what we grew up thinking. Like when I was younger, I thought for sure I'd be married by 25. (laughs) There's no doubt I'm going to be married, but society changes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now, like I even ask my clients sometimes, I'm like, what do you guys think for your standard? And they're like, oh, I wouldn't be married till I'm 35. Oh, wow. So it's really my mind. I'm like, wait, really? Like you guys think, so it's, you're right. It's so different for people. It's based so on, based on like generations. And then also yeah. like, I guess maybe realizing now that like being married at a certain age, isn't always realistic. Like who's this, mm-hmm. we're going to be in a relationship. <laughs> like how can we control that X amount of years beforehand? And I think a lot of the pressures come even without like verbal pressures. Like, like you said, just being surrounded by people. If like everyone's in a relationship and we feel like we have to be in a relationship or everyone has their dream career and we feel like we have to have it figured out already, but we find ourselves wanting to go back to school. So some of it can be verbal, like being more direct. If let's say someone in our life says, Hey, are you going to do this now? Or it could be a little bit more indirect and it's kind of like the own, our own pressures we put on ourselves from our society. Right. And it's, and individually, it's like, where is that coming from? Like, why do I have that mentality? Mm-hmm. And is it maybe, I think as therapists, we're like, so where did this come from? Yes. Like, did it come from your whole life, you were putting this pressure on yourself. 
And it's kind of like reflecting inward, like doing that inward reflection of like, have I always kind of thought that I need to be up and, you know, be with the crowd or I need to one up other people or I need to be in the realm of it or else I'm not accepted. I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. Do I feel that way? So it's really trying to make us understand ourselves, and then to eventually learn, is it okay to not be where I think I needed to be? And why do I think I need to be there? What does that mean? Yes. And as you're saying this, I'm thinking about like, like, okay, where did this come from? You know, that song where it's like, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby in the baby carriage. You know that song? (laughs) Like that is telling young kids, like, this is the trajectory of your life. Wow. And of course, okay, most of the time it can be, but really why as women do we always have to have kids or why do we have to even spend our entire lives with a partner, right? So like there are so many other options that people can go down that will get into, whether it's like choosing to not have kids or choosing to not be married, not be married at all. Is that okay? Of course it's okay. Of course. But society tells us, and like you just said, like that's such a valid point. I didn't even think of that in that song. I mean, I, I know growing up, that was like the way, it was like the only way. Well, you yes. have to get married. You have to have children or else why are you here? Right. This what is you your, your whole life. Right. And this is not only our purpose. As women, as men, we don't like, this is, you know, both ways. Um, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. Your only purpose isn't to find a partner yes. and, you know, have children. Right. Like we have so much more of a purpose than that. So, and, and one thing that boggles my mind as we kind of get into like more being more specific is that when I work with people or, or just like looking back on our own experiences, when we were asked to think of a major at 18 years old. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that is so crazy to me because in reality, you really, I mean, depending, yes, depending on certain fields, you have to get more work done or more classes or more internships, whatever it is. But, oh my God, like at 18, imagine, you know where you are. (laughs) And it's so funny. You just said like looking back because when I was 18 or, well, I graduated 17. I was young for my grade, but Mm -hmm. I talk to my clients now and as they're speaking, they're like, well, we have to figure out what our life career is going to be. And I'm staring at, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) And I forgot that I was put in that position too. And I had no idea. I had an idea. Like I always Mm -hmm. wanted to be a counselor or I wanted to be in that realm, but I didn't start out like that. No. And I thought, well, there's no way I could do that. I didn't know. You're not exposed to half the things that you are. And you have to go through different things in life sometimes mm-hmm. to figure out what, oh, like, oh, that person does that. I actually really admire them. I wonder what they do. And you go through different jobs and you kind of find your way through sometimes. And some people just know, and that's great. But the pressure, the pressure is absurd. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more. And I completely agree. And I always think this, that like, we were not exposed to all the different avenues that you could take a little like certain careers because I too wanted, yeah, right. I also wanted to be a counselor. I knew that at that point, but I wasn't ready. I, I went into social work first and I wasn't, 
I didn't even know what social work meant. Like, I just wanted to be a counselor, you know what I mean? And, (laughs) and then then I ended up, oh my, this is laughable now because it's so not me. I ended up going into education, like to be a teacher. And my mom always like, was let me do whatever I want. But then like, when I changed my mind again, she was like, yeah, Liana, I don't know why you chose that (laughs) because it's so not me. And then I ended up learning about mental health counseling through a family friend. I'd never even heard of it because it is newer. Um, And that's when I realized, okay, this is the path I wanted to go on. And I was probably, I don't know, 20 or 21 at that point. That's still pretty young. That is pretty young. And the thing I tell my clients is they'll like kind of resist back with me because this is what they're told. Like I I might have the same mentality too, because we put this again, perfectionist mentality, this like just maladaptive pressure on us. And it's that, well, I don't want to waste time. I need to find my career path or I'm going to waste money. I'm going to waste time. And I wow. pause with them and ask them if we rush into something, do you think, well, first of all, do we think we know everything right now? Because guess what? We still don't know everything. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever know everything. <laughs> we'll never, right. We'll never know anything. But do I know a heck of a lot more than I did at 17? I don't even know the girl at 17. Yes. I, I don't know her. She's a completely different person. Mm-hmm. But I ask them, and this is not to be like rude or and, you know, snarky. It's, do you feel that you really know all the careers that there is? Do you feel like you could really make that decision? And they look at me and say, no, I don't. So think about it. I would be wasting so much more time if I just went into a career or went into a major rather, because that's what Mm -hmm. they're looking at right now, a major, forced myself into that, spent all this money on school and maybe even to the point of grad school or whatever to realize, wait, I don't want to do this then have to backtrack. Yes. Why don't we just start off small? And guess what? You can go to a community college. I know that's freaking scary. <laughs> and everyone has that stigma with it, but nothing is wrong with that. You're safe. going undecided. Yes. Why? Why? Nobody cares when you're old. Like nobody cares. It's the pressure that everyone's putting on you now. And it, it means nothing. And I, it's it, telling my 17 year old self, I wouldn't like shut up. Right. Because at that point it means everything. And I think I agree. It's the lack of education around it because I think that's the thought I had too, because I remember sitting in a history class and thinking, I already have reservations. I don't want to waste more time and energy and money pursuing education. I'd rather backtrack and go down a path that I actually want. And then now let's take it into like young adulthood. Mm Mm-hmm. For those people who are figuring out, like, you know, this is something that I want to be doing. And I didn't realize that before. Yeah. That's also okay. Mm-hmm. It's because, again, we're, it's the comparison to other people. But does that actually matter? Do they give two craps about what we're doing? Not at all. Think, oh, look at her. She's back in school. No. If anything, they're like happy for you because you're going after your dream and you're doing whatever it takes. And we think that people are going to look at us differently. Mm-hmm. We think because we're not in the same path and nothing opened my eyes more than when I was in grad school and I was sitting next to people in their fifties and sixties. Yeah. I was like, I respect the hell out of you guys. And it's not even like 
now it's not even mind blowing because it just makes sense. Like you do things that you love and why would we stick to something? I mean, there's a number of reasons, but why do we stick to something that's, we just have to go through the motions with, and we just have to be, uh, you know, I just, I have to stay here. I just have to stay at this job. I already invested enough effort and time into the same thing with like a relationship, right? Yeah. If we, and we're putting all that pressure on ourselves. I need to be married. I need to have this career. Mm-hmm. I need to have children by this age. And that's just, it's just so much pressure. There's no rule book to tell us that we need to know by a certain age. And right. we feel, you know, okay, well, I'm 30 now. There's no way. Now it's over. Right. And or I got into a career and I can't go backwards. Exactly. And, I, and I'm looking, ba- looking at those people who are older in, let's say, grad school. When we were in grad school, they wanted to find their life purpose. They recognized that their life purpose wasn't, it was, just wasn't happening for them. Like the career they were just weren't happy with. And they, they got rid of the shoulds. And instead mm-hmm. their should was, I should be happy. And I think that is so big. And how do we even get there? Mm. To be like, I think it's a lot of like not caring what other people think and also letting go of your own control over your own life and expectations of yourself. Because I think that's a big wall we put up in that like the timeline is a big wall we put up and we have to tear that down in order to live our truth. Right. And, you know, this may just be my mentality and no one has to go by this. But I think once we actually believe and faith in a general sense that, you know, our path is just meant for us and we each have our own individual path. And I know that sounds so cliche that, okay, yeah, 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 whatever. But really, once you actually believe that, that everything, whatever's going to happen will happen for us, but have a beneficial ending. When we stop forcing, like you said, letting go of that control, Mm -hmm. things just turn out so much better for us. And it doesn't happen quick. It takes time because why? Because we have to unlearn that mindset that we always talk about on learning. And it's hard because there's, there is so much pressure around us. And it doesn't mean that there aren't times when we're not going to be sad because so-and-so got a puppy and we didn't, (laughs) you know, like, or so-and-so is having a baby and there, and trust me, like, there's going to be times maybe we're ready to have that baby and we can't Mm -hmm. and people are still asking that question. And it's so emotional for us to say, look, I can't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And that's another way to that another experience where we're going to have to tear down that wall, that expectation wall. So talking about babies, because that's going to be definitely where we get into. But first, when it comes to relationships, I think there's a big timeline when, Like we've been in a relationship for X amount of years and like we expect the engagement. Like who says that? Who says that after this amount of years, we expect, you know, the next step to take place when are there other factors that play a large role in in that next step? Whether it's finances, whether it's maturity, whether it's um, experience in life, maybe we want to travel first or like... I've, I've seen a lot of people like feel like, Hey, I'm in no rush. Let me save money. Let me enjoy living at home or let me, you know, 
just enjoy where I am now and stay really present in the moment. But instead, we're looking at all these shoulds and comparing ourselves to other people that it's taking us away from the present moment. Yeah, I actually want to read what someone wrote in. Yeah. Um, because this is interesting. It's a different perspective. Like, well, like, exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, I have been with my boyfriend for over three years and we are 26. I feel pressured by friends and family that we need to be married, but I actually don't want to yet. So she's like kind of going against this societal norm, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I've been dating for, like you said, X amount of years, but I actually don't want to. And everyone's like, what? You don't want to? What do you mean? Right. And maybe they don't want to yet. And I've I've realized that it's a lot of the other person's own projection. Like maybe that's something they would have wanted or they want for themselves or their kids, whatever it is. If they're pressuring like the other couple. Yes. Yes. Like whatever is going on for them, they're projecting onto this person because they feel that's something they would do, which is fine. Good for you. But like, you don't understand what this person is going through and what this person is all about because you wouldn't have said that to them. And the other projection piece or not so much, it's more just like pressure around us. Mm -hmm. Well, projection in a sense, because if we're seeing our friends pressure their partner and they've been dating less than us, we might go back to our partner and say, well, what the heck? Right. Maybe we didn't feel that way at first. Maybe we didn't care as much first, but now we're like, but maybe I have to be caring Yes. because they're pressuring their boyfriend or their partner. Yes. And I think that kind of leads to, we want to make sure we're on that same page though with our partner, because if this does actually mean a lot to us and we're not on the same, you know, path and we don't know where it's leading and maybe that's causing a lot of anxiety. These are conversations that we do want to have. Yes. But the pressure we want to just, again, checking inward. Is this something I actually am ready for financially, mentally, physically, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. Am I actually ready for that? Or is it because I think I have to be? And I I think that goes along with like checking in with our motives. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I want this so bad? Obviously we love our partners, but like you said, realistically, am I really ready for this? Does this make sense right now? Or will it make more sense in a year realistically? Um, And I, I can definitely understand the feeling of like seeing other people getting engaged and then questioning ourselves. I wonder what feelings it might bring up for someone who experiences this, you know, whether it's, I don't know, embarrassment. What do people think of me? We've been dating for this amount of time. Um, It's a lot. Now that we're talking about it, I think it's a lot of like what, like worrying what other people think. People pleasing mentality, right? Yes. So not only is it perfectionism and like this has to be perfect and everything aspect of it, I need to hit this standard by this but also it's the people pleasing mentality, but without us even realizing we're trying to please a whole society, please, (laughs) please. It's not, it's not going to happen because then we're trying to reach a ladder with a never ending scale. We're just trying to climb something that's just not going to end because we're not checking inward. Yes. We're not. Yes. A hundred percent. And it's so funny because me and my friends sit around and we laugh how like when we were younger, we used to be like, I'm going to get married by 25. I'm going to have a kid by 27. I'm going to buy a house. And then, you know, here we all are 
we're in relationships. One's made me married. Another one decided to go back to school later after she graduated and moved to Florida. Another one went to China for three years. You know, like we didn't, we didn't expect that when we're teenagers because we don't know everything. Like you said earlier, it's that it's exactly, it just goes to show that we can't make huge decisions. We can't put that pressure on ourselves at such a young age to be like, I'm going to have this by this, by this. And some people pull it off, but we don't know their story. Right. It doesn't mean that everyone who's married young and has kids, their life's miserable. I'm not saying that at all. Maybe it worked out amazing for them. Mm -hmm. We don't know how they got there. We don't know what they went through before that, what growing pieces they went through. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't know those things. So we can't base it off of just, oh, another person's engaged. Yes. You really don't know what goes behind on closed doors. Um, and it, it, it definitely can affect us. But each time it does, the point Liana and I are trying to make is that we understand it's a natural reaction to be like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. But checking inward. Am I happy in the relationship I'm in right now? Because then time doesn't matter. And yeah. we can be patient and our time will come eventually. Yeah. And the worst part is, is like rushing into something, right? When you're not financially, because that's a reality. It's like, you got to be financially ready, physically ready, emotionally ready. And then looking back and thinking, mm, I should have waited. Right. Are we falling in love? Like, are we in love with the fantasy of it? And yes. just saying, because this is what I wanted as a little girl or a young boy or whatever, you know, like it, it may have transpired from something when we were younger, but it is also, again, important to have those conversations up front. Mm-hmm. If we're never talking about this with our partner or with people around us, right? We want people to know, we want our partners to know that maybe marriage is important to us or it's not, or children are important to us or they're not. Mm-hmm. to have those conversations so then we're not kind of running this through for no reason and if people are pressuring us like family like when are you going to do this when are you going to do this we have to set those boundaries yeah because people aren't always aware that that's a bad thing to say it's not necessarily a bad thing but it's something that could really make us feel crappy especially yeah. again we're not able to do those things It can be very damaging, especially into our next points about pregnancy and having children, because like you were saying a little bit earlier, we don't know someone's ability to even have kids. And then like this pressure of when you're going to have kids, like what's the timeline looking like? I've, you know, I have close friends who have had fertility issues and they've shared their own experiences about how hurtful and damaging it can be when they hear that from people who don't know. And like, that's not their fault. But again, it's, I guess maybe it's in our nature to be more sensitive and not assuming and not everyone is like that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of pressure to even like want to have kids when I have another friend who doesn't want to have kids. And that is totally cool. Like that's her decision. And I think as women, we're expected to, you know, got to try having kids before a certain age because then we're determined a geriatric pregnancy, which makes us feel even worse. It's like we're 36 and we're considered geriatric. What do you think about that? And yeah, that's something that is so much pressure on us as women, because it's like, 
okay, you're not going to be able to have children. Now what's your purpose? Mm-hmm. And that's like not fair to say because we might not be mentally ready, but now I have to force, I have to find a partner. Like let's say that I wasn't married yeah. and I have to quickly find someone and be like, uh, they look like a good fit. Let's get married. Let's get pre- like, let's do this because my time, my t- clock's going to run out. And that is something, I mean, I think of that too, a lot because of what we're told, like, you're not going to be able to get pregnant or, you know, this is not going to work for you. And that's so much pressure. And it just goes to that, like, I don't know, there's like that patriarchal society Mm -hmm. thing going, you know, like it's that other people don't really realize. And it's really a lot of stress and anxiety on a daily basis. And we feel unworthy if we don't fulfill that. And then, okay, you get through it. Okay, so let's say I have a kid. I'm married. Are you happy? Right. Are you even with the partner that you want to be with? Yeah. Do you even know the person? And I've I've seen a lot of people just rush relationships and not actually take the time to get them to know themselves or the person that they're with to even like realize if they want them. But instead they have this timeline like, oh, I have to be engaged by this age or married by this age and have kids but then 30 years down the line when you look take a look at that person and the kids are out of the house are you happy and men have that pressure have a different pressure with this like I can imagine that pressure of like I need to make a like a lot of money that's still like a thing to some people now it's like yes you know I have to provide and okay I can't I can't ask my girlfriend to marry me because I don't have enough money to provide. And the girlfriend's like, come on. (laughs) And they're like, but I, and it comes off. Well, you don't love me. And it's this whole thing that's going on. And so they're trying to rush into a career that they don't feel comfortable with. They feel like they need to have this standard that they're trying to hit too. So it really goes both ways. And we need to be aware of these things. Yes. We need to have these conversations of like, okay, let's just be where we're supposed to be in this moment. And like, let's just figure out our plan together instead of yelling and putting this pressure on one another, because it's, we're not going to get anywhere with pressure. No. In separation. It's going to lead to resentment and it's going to, we don't like to advise, but suggesting (laughs) that you reflect inward. Is it life or death? If you don't, maybe it is, but is it life or death? Really? if we wait a little bit, but can we maybe have a plan in place? Maybe that would be better. Maybe that would ease our anxiety to know that, all right, there's a plan in place and we're saving or we're, you know, doing these right. things. So it's not just so impulsive. Yes. And that, you know, only comes, that only comes with communication and conversation. Because like you were saying, there's definitely a lot of, or I could imagine a lot of pressure from, uh, either it's, if it's men or someone who's going to propose to their partner to do it in a certain time, get the certain size of ring that their partner wants. I mean, I couldn't even imagine that pressure. And I think it's, it's really important for us to be humble and honest about some of these insecurities with our partners. And can we empathize with one another? Like you're just saying like there's, it's both sides. So like the woman is pressured from her friends just because they're getting engaged, but the guy maybe feels like he can't afford it yet. And he might love, or, you know, whatever. Guy, girl. Mm -hmm. Non-binary. Anything. (laughs) 
is that the point is the other partner might not be able to afford it. We need to have that conversation. Yeah. Communication is so important. And this leads in all areas, even if it's talking about having children and even fears around that, or there's so much that plays into it and it's okay to be scared. It's okay to feel like there are a lot of expectations, whether it's from friends, family, cultural, I know that plays a really big role. Yeah. Good point. And sometimes there are some boundaries to put in that if there are any, either it's, if it's emotional or physical, but in the end, you know, we're the ones left with the decision that we make or the non-decision that we make. And we're the ones living our own life. Um, I think the big message here is just what's going to make us happy. And we have to be honest with ourselves and to not shit all over. But I meant to say shit all over yourself. Shit all over yourself. <laughs> um, we just need to be patient with ourselves and have grace. That yeah, grace and faith in that just things are going to be okay for us. Yep. Perfectly said. Huh. All righty. Is there anything else you want to share? Um, no, there's nothing else I want to add. Neither. I think we hit on everything that we wanted to. This was we really tried cool. to include um, everyone's points that they put in. And I think they were really great points. I know that there's points that we missed because there's so many. There's so much. Um, but overall, that's our, our ending message is no matter what it is, no matter who you are, male, female, non-binary, you have to have grace with yourself and release the pressures that we have surrounding us and just know that whatever is meant for us in this moment is meant to be. And it'll all work out if we just let it, let go of the control that we don't have. Amen to that. Amen. Oh, all right, guys. Well, I hope you guys, or we hope you guys are enjoying season two and we're really excited for future episodes. So please give us some feedback. What do you guys want to hear? What don't you want to hear? What, what do you like? Um, what questions do you have? Please follow us on, on Thursdays We Thrive on Instagram and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us some ratings. It helps us connect with other listeners out there. And keep, keep thriving. thriving. <laughs>